What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the HK Video Game Experience. We're trying to keep gaming pure here with all kinds of gamers. Of course, we got Clearfire. Always. What's up, Clear? What's going on, man? And we got a guest here, Swinging Thunder. What's up, Swinging Thunder? Doing great, guys. How about yourselves? Doing outstanding. Did you just lean into that mic? None of your business. You're going to lean into that mic every time we talk. Pull that mic close. Pull that mic close. Bring it in like a lady. Put it in your lap. <laughs> you got to hold it. Oh, oh, we got Costa Minority on here holding this mic. <laughs> um, here, you can't hold it. All right. So, just, there you so go. I have a question that, that you just posed there. You know, at this point, can we really call Swinging Thunder a guest? I mean, he's no, we're a pretty family. much a regular. He's we are much, family. He's pretty much a homie now. Yeah, we're all family. If you've been on this <laughs> podcast, you're a family. So, uh, every once in a while, some different fam, brothers and sisters on here. And we just like to talk about gaming. We talk about keeping gaming pure. And I had a, somebody ask me today, what, do you mean, what does that mean, keep gaming pure? Well, what it means is we like this gaming culture. That we, The fact that we're on here talking about video games right now, and we're like grown men, it's a culture. It's a part of our life, right? And so um, the danger is, without getting crazy, but uh, you know, they've still got physical copy games. Digital games could go away at any time. Games passes where you're just renting games all the time. This culture could die. you got to be online all the time to play. These are things we're looking out for. And crappy business models like Battlefront 2, Destiny, etc., etc. So... Um, you know, limited run games, stuff like that. That's what we're looking for, right? Just stuff that you can keep and have in your collection and play whenever you want to. So that's kind of what we mean. We're going to call you out if you got bad business practices. So far, so good, though. And I love um, my limited run games. Yeah, man. And man. so today we're going to talk about the hardest Super Nintendo games. A blind list again, one of the favorite things to do. 15 of the hardest Super Nintendo games. And last time, Clear and Swing Thunder got on and talked about, I believe it was 25 or whatever, of the hardest NES games. 20? Yeah, 20. Yeah. So, and I listened to it, and I wish I would have been on that podcast because there's a lot to say. There's a lot of hard games. I told uh, uh, Clearfire said he never played Double Dragon 3, but he did own it, I guess. You never played it, though. You did own it, and let me let me play it. That's where I first played it. And that game is brutally hard. That I totally could be the forgot. Top one. Like when he told me that, I was like, I don't even remember having it. So I mean, it, it's crazy. One when, life. When, when you've like, been playing games with people for forever, and they tell you you had these games that you don't remember half the time. Yeah, that is a brutal game, and a game that wasn't on the list. Uh, go ahead, swinging. What you got? Well, I was going to say, so two of my brothers from another mother gave me a very hard time for not mentioning this game, <laughs> which I never played, but you know where I'm going with this, Hollywood, is uh, Dino Ricky. So oh, yeah. you guys know who you are out there. There's your mention. Hardest Nintendo game ever, according to two Huff brothers that I know. Yeah, and we, Doc, had mentioned this before. And I, I had to look up there in my game collection and said, oh, look at there. I got a Dino Ricky. I didn't even realize it, which is awesome. That's always a little serendipitous, a lot of fun. And uh, and I put put that Joker in, and dude, it is difficult. It's like a shooter or something, and it's like a dinosaur running. It is so hard. And then Huff was telling me about it as well uh, right after that one. Um, but, yeah, that was brutal. Did I say Mylon Secret Castle was one of those that just ruined your weekend if you get rented it? 
and started playing it. And you're like, what is this game? It's like so obscure. You shoot bubbles out. Your little elf shoot bubbles and you got to shoot random places to open doors. And it's not like any hints at all to what to do. It's not like little guys that tell you, hey, shoot in the east wing or something like that. And it was just brutal. I guess if you knew how to do it, um, I'm surprised it wasn't up there. It is a little obscure. But um, Tuna Ninja Turtles was number one, I believe, of that list. Nah, I don't think that deserved that. That dang Ghost and Ghouls is brutal, too. Anyway, I wanted to be on there and comment on it. Sounds like you guys have said all you need to say about it. <laughs> Pretty, Pretty much. much, I guess you had to be there. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, you had to be there. So uh, we're going to do Super Nintendo. Not as hard of a console, right? That's understood, right? So, if you're not, if you guys can't see the video, which which 100 percent of you can't, they're shaking their heads. No, they mean this talk. No. Well, <laughs> Come on. so it's it's you guys funny. Are being it's, quiet today. Well, it's funny you say that. So, um, so I work with one of my brothers, and I I was like, hey, I'm doing the podcast with the guys tonight. And, you know, he had listened to the Nintendo. Once again, he's the one who mentioned Dino Ricky. And I was like, well, man, I was like, you know, we're going in blind. And I was like, you know, I'm not trying to overthink it. You know, I want to kind of just react naturally during the podcast. But I was like, man, what do you remember about that? And he was like, he's like, I don't remember the Super Nintendo being hard so much. He's like, I just remember having fun. They were just fun right. games, you know. And we've talked, we've done lists with the Super Nintendo. But he was like, you know, there's a couple that came to his mind and, as the list goes on, we'll see if they're on there or not. And you know, I was like, oh, I forgot about that. Or, yeah, you got a good point. But, and I agree with them. I, I remember Nintendo games, and generally speaking, being way harder than Super Nintendo games. And weirdly enough, I think, and I, I would say this for 64 too, I think 64 games were slightly harder. But like the Super Nintendo, I don't remember games being generally harder. But I do think that they were harder to 100% complete. Because now you're getting to games that where I'm thinking like Zelda. Is, is Zelda Link to the Pass a hard game? Not really. To get all 20 heart pieces and find every single thing and get every single upgrade without any help? Okay, that might be a little difficult to do that. Or quote-unquote 100% a game, find all 101% on Donkey Kong Country 1 or things like that. Well, right. I, think you're on a, I think you're on a good point there, too. It's not so much of how difficult the game is. It's the 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 changing or the growth of gaming at that point because you're growing from what nintendo had was just basics where you didn't have a lot of discovery in games you didn't have to hunt for things you didn't have to find things and then super nintendo starts introducing that type of uh gameplay where you're having to hunt and find things and gather more stuff and it's not so straight line it's not so linear you're starting to have open world games and 64 kind of opens that up even more and it's it's not so much of gameplay difficulty but the difficulty of getting everything like you said 100% complete you, it's, it's just the changing or the evolution of difficulty in games yeah that's exactly right the uh, the NES there's two you know multiple reasons why it was so difficult one simply because we didn't know what video games were like you said clear and they kind of went off the arcade model which was designed to chew up quarters and keep scores they want to make it difficult and it's like you guys I believe you guys mentioned it on the last podcast that you did that uh, you know, Nintendo didn't want you buying a new game every, you know, week or whatever, because they can only make, or not necessarily Nintendo, but the, the developers, they can only release five, right? It was something like it that. It was like five, to where five or eight by the seal of approval by Nintendo, was, if I remember right, per company. It was five five per company, yeah, at per year. And um, and so anyway, they, uh, they kind of made them more difficult so that 
you know, you catch your money's worth, right? Because, but anyway, um, and then I think, like you said, they're, they're, they kind of started to evolve and make these games more just fun. And I think the thing with the N64 is that it's kind of the 3D realm and nobody really knew how to do it right. So it just is kind of like clunky, awkward, you know, like controls were harder. So it made the game harder. I, I agree and disagree with that. I, I, you know, looking back on it, I, and I think we all have a soft, spot in our, a soft spot in our heart for Nintendo, but, you know, hater of Nintendo, lover of Nintendo, you got to admit, they knocked Mario 64 and Zelda oh, yeah. out of the park for like the very first 3D games like that. I mean, to yep. even what is it, the Z targeting on Zelda, which was used still to this day, if you think about it, with locking on and things like that. Yeah, Zelda wasn't too much of a platformer like Mario. Um, and it's still a little awkward with the camera, but Mario is the first one to do it right, 3D. And so that one was, well, that's one of my favorite. That's my favorite Mario, period, right there. Um, and, uh, oh, you don't like that? That was a great one, man. I love that one. Well, I guess it's more nostalgia for me, but I would still, I went back and finished it well, I, again. I think it goes back to what we talked about. Multiple We've times. had this talk before, because I know we were we were uh, all hating on, what was it, Mario World being the number one Super Nintendo game. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and I said, I don't even think Mario World is in, you know, the top whatever of Mario games. But uh, I really haven't given Odyssey enough of a chance. But, like, Mario Galaxy blew my mind, to be honest with you. Like, I think that yeah. was the one where I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is incredible what yeah. they did with the Wii. Yeah, I got I, it on the, I finally got to start playing that a little bit on the um, Switch with the yeah. Mario 3D All-Stars. And I'm still like, man, give me Mario 64. Like it still, it still drew me to it because it's just, uh, and, and it goes back to what we have always said in most of this gaming stuff is that nostalgia factor. It, it pulls you in and you just have that nostalgia there. And with me missing Mario Galaxy on the Wii where it originally came out and not getting to play it the original way, I guess it just doesn't hold as much as what Mario 64 does for me. Yeah. I got to go back. I didn't give galaxy a chance either. I got galaxy two and galaxy on the 3d collection as well. Um, but I did like odyssey. Some people didn't like Odyssey. I liked odyssey. It was a little too much with the different moons or different things. Cause the star, you know, it's like, I don't remember how many, it's a ridiculous hundreds, Right, it's 120 stars in it's Mario like, 64. It's like 900, which is also a joke for all, yeah, all of us like, who played Breath <laughs> of the Wild, where, it, what is it, 900, what are they called? Whatever seeds, Kor- Korok seeds or whatever, and you get a uh, you get a giant poop. Like, that's your yeah. reward for getting all 900 of those in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. So, But, yeah, I don't know why I went back. I've played Mario 64 multiple times and I went back and had a great time while we were doing the podcast I mentioned it going back and getting 120 stars had a great time doing that I love watching these speed runners get the 120 while they're playing it it is so they're so good man (laughs) it's so fun to watch look I I don't know what what it is or whatever but I keep on trying to do that that whole butt slide up the stairs that kind of do that that little hack to get in there I keep on trying to do that, and I spend so much time just trying to do that. You know, I have so much fun doing stupid little things like that. It's just one of those games that you have those random things like that. And then, of course, flying off the top of the highest peaks that you can get to in each stage. You know, it's just fun little things like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. So it's going to be interesting with this list because I I am – I really – I can think of – I had one very difficult – yeah, I can think of one difficult game that is probably going to be the number one, but I'm not going to say it. So before we start, no, I actually, I actually want to get both of your predictions of what you think 
will be the number one game, and we'll see if we're right when we get to the end. So okay, have you already read the list? You, no, I have not. I have not oh, okay. opened the I've opened the article, and that's it. And all I see is the very top of it. I, I've seen what number fifteen is, and that's it. Okay, cool. But I've not read the article. I want to go blind just like y'all. But I'll of course I'll be more reading the article and letting y'all respond more. So, but swinging what do you think number one hardest nes game is in your opinion? i'm actually conflicted between two you only want one though right you throw them out both that's fine all right i got two um it's gonna be very similar to what we talked about with the nintendo one i think super goals and ghosts is gonna be up there okay and then this one is way out of left field uh populous Okay. <laughs> right. Don't you dare laugh at me, Hollywood. We said we were family, and now you're, just, you're, no, like, you're mocking no, my choice. No, we are family. That's a, no, I, that's a great... You know why I never played that game? Because you got to read and all kind of stuff. It's so difficult. It was difficult for me. There was, there was three games at my grandmother's house. I don't know where she picked them up. You know, garage sale again, right? It, we had Mario World, Mario Kart, Populous. You know, and after a while, yeah. Mario Kart gets a little old. You know, Mario World gets a little old, so I tried and same thing. Like, and I was, I don't know. I'm trying to think of how old I was, 10, maybe 11. And yeah. I had no idea what was going on with that game. None at all. So, I mean, I almost talked, I mean, I, and of course we got it like at a garage seller, so there's no instruction manual. I, I just gave up. I would pick it up, play it for 10 minutes, have no idea what was going on, and just put it back down. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to, I was going to say Super Ghost and Ghost as well, but I'll give you my other two. And um, it's all, obviously, it's going to depend on how verse the uh, the writer of the list is. He might not have played all, you know, what is it, like 800 games or something. But I'm going to say, this one probably will not be on there, but if, if, if he played it, it would be it's called, a game called Lagoon. It's an RPG. I remember that. Very difficult. Bahamut Lagoon or something else? No, just Lagoon. Lagoon. It's called Lagoon. One of the first RPGs. You had a little sword. It looks so small. And if you get hit, I mean, it's just, it just drains your life like crazy. Uh, it's beatable. It's not as hard as some of the NES games. And I think what's probably going to be number one or at the top five is going to be Donkey Kong Country. They're going to put that at there. Uh, are you I saying know. series or are you talking about the very first game? No, the first one. Yeah. That's what I'm going to predict. It's not that hard, but it's hard. See, I never played two or three. I did play them, but I don't remember Three's them. Three's ridiculous. Okay. So one of those series will be on there. It depends on how first right. This is fun. I'm, so we got a prediction okay. clear? No, no. I'm leaving all the predictions for y'all. Okay. That just, uh, I, don't, I don't think it's right for the one that's reading everything to do the predictions. Since you're not just, saying anything, I'm throwing know. a third in there. I'm going to throw Battletoads in there as well for the Super Nintendo. <laughs> Super Battletoads. <laughs> Super Battletoads. All right. Yeah, that's so, going to be on there. All right, so here we're going to start. So just to give you a little bit of what this article is, this is from Den of Geek, 15 yes, hardest SNES games of all time. Yes, I know I had to pull the Den of Geek because it was. we could criticize it You never best. know what happens. And you never know if you're going to get good it's or bad. It's always good material. Always it's toss-up. always good material from those guys. Whether the whether is. their it's stuff great. is good, it's always funny to debate. Yeah, and the website is cool. And so we will at the end be able to either roast or congratulate Matthew Bird. He's the one that wrote it, and I'm going to throw his name under the bus through this entire article, depending on how good or bad this is. So Matthew Bird, if you are listening, or one day if you do listen, either congratulations on a great list or. Dude, learn to play video games. All right, so here we go. Starting off now, we are moving into, and the start of the list is number 15. And he's starting off with a good old classic, The Lion King. 
<laughs> so, so this goes back to, I mean, now, oh, now these podcasts are all merging together for me. We, we, we've <laughs> talked about this before. I mean, I, I wouldn't say, I would definitely say Lion King's harder than Aladdin, but those games were harder than their target audience. I will, de- and, and Lion King specifically, like, yeah. I want to say oh, the first yeah. level was pretty easy. And then the second one just smacked you with the backhand of its with its hand. It was ridiculous. Like, okay, we're gonna start you off easy on the first level, and then, boom, you're not ready for this at all. <laughs> oh my gosh, I never and played it on Super Nintendo. Yeah, I played it on uh, Game the Gear. Game Gear mainly, and I did play it on Genesis. I didn't play it on Super Nintendo, but it's all pretty much the same game through all of them. It's a it's one of the biggest ports. But I remember and, the Game Gear. We didn't get past <sighs> level two. Oh no, it's like level two because it's like your baby the first at first. It's not too bad. And then once you get to like level two or three, it's where it's like all the giraffes that you're at the watering hole. And this is right before <laughs> Mufasa's death. And you just can't just trying to jump on those heads and everything to get them to bounce you around just right. It's just so, oh God, it's so difficult. And I want to say it though too. I want to say it has you running from the wilderbeast at some point. Yeah, like that's like a, that's like, like level three or four because that's yeah. like right after the watering hole. And then of course you go into... Timon and Pumbaa and then into the Badlands and all that and uh, yeah I'll tell you this having having harsh remembering this is just uh, there's gonna be some some something on the list like several like Super R-Type or something like that by the way you know what I'm saying one of these shooters that we just translated from the Nintendo over you know Super R-Type and any kind of shooter pretty much anyway so sorry i was just thinking i don't know how that popped in my head but a hundred percent agree okay. with lion king capcom thing. yeah mm-hmm. so capcom I, games always fun but aladdin was like really good uh you were like you were talking about they had a whole re- re-release on the switch and everything i remember that game was like surprisingly good anyway all right, right man any what's more next lion king well, all right we'll, we'll move on it's next good movie then. okay <laughs> so this might disappoint someone. Oh, no. Oh, yes. The first disappointment of this list. At number 14, Super Ghost uh, Ghouls and Ghosts. Oh. At 14? So this, yeah, I'm, this I'm better looking, be hard. I'm looking at Swinging Thunder's face. It, he, literally, it just dropped when I said that. That guy's that a liar. One. He only plays and, with Game Genie. I don't trust anything he says for <laughs> <Yeah>. him. <laughs> Something's a mist. Something uh, is a foot. Swinging, since 14. it's offended you the most, go for it and tell us. I mean, I'm I'm stunned. I'm in shock, to be honest with you. Like, I don't know how you, I don't know how you have any of those variations, ghosts and goblins, super ghouls and ghosts. Like, for any of your younger listeners, this was from software before from software. This was Demon Souls, <laughs> twenty five <laughs> years earlier. You're like, right. this is some sadistic, punishing gameplay. And I'm trying to remember the second one because I mean, it kind of gets confusing because you have like. Ghosts and Goblins, Ghouls and Ghosts. I mean, they just kind of play on the words there. There's the Sega version, mm-hmm. the Super Nintendo, the arcade version, Nintendo version. All I remember is them all being redonkulously hard. And if you were lucky and you got full armor, you you had your armor and then what, your underwear? Like so so you don't die in like one shot, yeah. you die in two. Like, I mean, you you basically get two, maybe three hits per level and you're done. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, I couldn't. Uh, I, I finished that one, actually, and so that's one of the reasons why I kind of thought, well, maybe it's not as bad. But on because on Ghost and Goblins, one I couldn't get past like Firebrand. Like that's the first stage. 
mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like dead every time. Even today, I was like, I'm not even going to try it. And I watch these speed runners and how they do it. But, um, but that one, I remember, I think there was a stage select though. And I can't remember if I used that or actually did. I used to love, I mean, I like the, the controls are good. So it's like a genuine hard. It's not like it's because the controls aren't good. And so, and by the way, that's two Capcom games. Uh, Capcom made Lion King. I'm pretty sure they did all that with Disney, yeah. but, um, but I remember finishing that one. So, but still, that was a very difficult game and I'm surprised that it's 14. This list better be. Better be good. You did. You could get the other armors in this one, though. I think you got uh, you got the green and gold armor and different shields too. And I think it still knocked you down to underwear, no matter what. I think pretty sure it did, no matter what armor. But you had way special more moves and stuff like that with the good armor. So it helped that out a little bit with the difficulty. <clears throat> All right. Anything else? Clear. Um, I'm already shaking my head at this guy. Matthew Bird. It was a Mario Kart. Here comes the bus. (laughs) It's coming hard and fast, dude. It's going to run you over hard. So, um, (laughs) And he he wrote this article back in March of 21. So it's not that old of an article. It's only a year old article at this point. All the Super Nintendo games were out by then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. He must have been been 15 years old writing this or something. Uh, All right, uh, so... Number 13, Battletoads and Battle Maniacs. Yeah, there you go. This That's hard, man. This is going to be crazy. Swingin', Those are hard well, games. Oh, my gosh. Swinging is already like, he's like, this is number 13. Oh, my God. He, he, I wish y'all could see his face. Well, it's, it's classic. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe our author is just that much of a better gamer than me. Because, I mean, like, he's already knocked out my top two choices pretty much almost. Or my two of my three choices in the first, like, three ones he's wrenching. So, I'm very excited to see what comes up next because <laughs> there's certain series that are known for how difficult they are. And we've mentioned some of them already, you know, ghouls and ghosts, battle toads, Contra. I mean, like there's certain franchises that are known for their difficulty. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah. I don't think it's as tough as battle toads on the, on the NES, but it's still not an easy game. I don't think. <laughs> I'm starting yeah. to like, so far as we're going through this, I'm starting to wonder if he numbered this backwards. Well, you I know, think they're going in good order, but they are very. Di- like, it's hard to imagine one harder but, than. But we're Battle at thirteen, Tartan. and we're I already know. at these. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, your fifteen wasn't your hard. You know, it's like. Uh, I got a feeling Contra Three is going to be on there, and so is uh, Super Castlevania. But there's, Super Castlevania but, is not harder so than there's these so games. Be a lame duck here Super Castlevania, and maybe it's one of those games like you guys talked about, where you were talking about ghouls and ghosts. I had that game. I beat you know what out of that game right now i will tell you that castlevania dracula x is oh a yeah that's a whole different and a super cheap game because that game specifically to beat dracula who does his normal thing but there's pillars you're not even on like on a normal floor like you have to jump from pillar to pillar while avoiding everything it was ridiculous never beat that game legit and i wonder if he's gonna throw a, a cheap shot in there and go ninja gaiden trilogy on super oh. nintendo who that's knows? all nintendo Okay, yeah. anyway. But anyways. I'm remembering them. My, my mind's juices are flowing, man. So I'm starting <laughs> to remember these things. You'll tell me a little bit about your feelings on Battletoads and Battle Maniacs. You know, honestly, it just kind of meshes. I hate to say that. It kind of meshes with the first one, except it just looked way, way mm-hmm. nicer. I remember, uh, and I think me and Hollywood had this talk not too long ago, or maybe it was me and uh, 
me and my brother. But like, so for me and Coastal, we grew up in Columbus, Mississippi, which is a lot bigger than Forest, Mississippi, where we all went to high school together. And so, you know, we had Blockbuster there. And, you know, usually Blockbuster, that's where I think our games that we play differ so much is because, no offense, like mom and pop stores. Fancy. You know, they you, you get whatever they decide to get, whereas Blockbuster is pretty much knocking out those commercial titles that, you know, popular or whatever. So I just remember picking this up just like we did the Nintendo one. I remember it looking a lot nicer. I remember the first stage being extremely similar to the first stage in the NES one, except, once again, the graphics were. And there was a tunnel... There was a tunnel level, I believe, in the Super Nintendo one, and it's like a mind mess because they teach you to jump on that first part, like the first quarter of that that level. And once you get in the habit of jumping off the ramps, then they start putting freaking <laughs> barriers up top. So if you jump when you shouldn't yep. jump, you die from hitting that thing. That's what I remember about that game. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah but, I was going to say the speeder bike zone for you know, this one too is just another nightmare thing. It basically is like. The people that created Battletoads was like, all right, we're going to make this game and we're just going to put all this stuff in here that's kind of tough. And then we're going to put this speeder bike stage that is next to impossible. And then we're going to make the Super Nintendo version and make it doubly impossible. That's most of my memory there. uh, Same thing. I just remember it being looking way better. And I only played, this is what I never owned. I just like either rented it or borrowed it and played as much as I could. And I don't remember getting, I remember just going, dude, what am I get like the second stage, third stage again? Um, and, and I'm not a big fan of those. Like, and, uh, and I don't remember specifically based on what you're saying, uh, swinging, then it'd be kind of like one of those Kaizo type of programs to where it just, you have to do trial and error, you know what I'm saying? To get through it. And I'm not a big fan of that. Well, what I will say is this, and I think, I remember you. I don't know which of the two of you said it, but you you guys made a great point with I think Zelda: Link to the Past one time, where you guys were saying that it's almost the perfect guide. Like it doesn't hold your hand; it just kind of like pushes you in the right. Yeah. So Battletoads is the exact opposite. They teach you tricks, and then they punish you for the things that they taught yeah, see you that for learning. For learning that, like okay, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Forget all you learn as soon as you learn it in Battletoads. Pretty much. Battle Maniacs. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, that's good. So, so far, if they keep getting harder, this could be, this is so, it's turning out to be a decent list so far. If they, I yeah. think it's harder than Super Ghost and Ghouls. Uh, I'm, I'm still, yeah, yeah, yeah. In level so far, yeah, they kind of moved up stronger, but maybe you, there's you, some I don't know about. There's not a lot of ceiling left there. Agreed. I, <laughs> I mean, we started high and going there. And then, too, before we move on, I do want to um, defend our mom and pop video game stores. <laughs> video Visions and Rogers Rentals you always know. had the bomb shizzle there for us. But no, and what yes, was I your dropped order? the bomb shizzle. I might hate. You always went to Video Visions first, and then you said, oh, they don't have it. I'm going to Pops. Yeah. And then I'm going to Rogers Rentals. Mm-hmm. And then the I'm going to end up scared yeah, pop, pops didn't stay there around too long, and then you had the one in. Uh, you had the I was about to say, mention the, one mention the Hillsboro one in the trailer over there by. Uh, now, now the trailer one that that one that one was raggedy, and you got lucky if they had some games in. But what I'm saying though is those mom and pop ones are awesome though because you'll find the most random game you've never heard of before there. Whereas Blockbuster's not going to get Dino Ricky or. You'd, They're not gonna have Wordress, yeah, on Super Nintendo, <laughs> <laughs> like like Video Visions had. Only thing in 
<laughs> on my oh, weekend, yeah. you, making words over the weekend. Sometime. <laughs> All right. That's better so, be on the list, too. We're going to scroll on down here, and we're going to find out what number 12 is. And no, I have not cheated and looked ahead. As we scroll down here. All right. I think we're going to start getting a little depressed here. Number 12, The Simpsons, Bart's Nightmare. I had this game. It's one of the few Super Nintendo games I had. Uh, I don't know if it was a difficult game. What I do remember is, I mean, I had it when I was pretty young. So I think, I don't I don't remember a lot of direction on what to do. It was kind of just like figuring things out. Yeah. And then it's a talk we've had before. Like, is, is a game difficult because it's a difficult game? Is it a cheap game? Is it bad controls? And I kind of remember a little bit of all of that. Like, you know, like multiple respawning enemies or enemies spawning in a spot where it's almost like a you know you get hit once and it's just like a chain effect the controls weren't exactly super tight so you know you add all that in together it is a <laughs> difficult game well i mean this one suffers from bad controls is the main thing but you know uh, back to what you were saying there swinging is with the no direction you know that's what got me in it was didn't give me real direction especially after we've been kind of Oh, and I hate to say coddled or babied, but even with like Nintendo games, even though they were difficult, you still had direction because they were very much, you know, linear. We're getting into games that aren't as linear that have a little bit different things because there's many games in this that throw you off. You know, you have to learn a whole new set of, you know, logistics and controls to battle the mini games. It's just I remember playing it, but I don't think it's tougher than Battletoads. That's uh, just that's uh, uh, agreed. So. I don't think it's. I know that yeah. the the soup. The, I don't. I never played this one, but I know the that I remember. But I know the uh, Nintendo one was hard. I think y'all mentioned it last time. Space Mutant, and that was like kind of the same thing. You're just kind of going and trying to. You're supposed to paint everything per, uh, that's purple a certain color or whatever, or paint it purple. I can't remember, but you didn't know that. You just had to just figure it out. But. um this reminds me that Beavis and Butthead might be on this list. I think if you died on Beavis and Butthead, <laughs> you started all over. It's a weird yeah. thing. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I didn't play this one. I was never a big. I never was a big fan of The Simpsons. Man, I don't know. I just never, never got into. I agree it. with you with one huge exception, which is The Simpsons the arcade game. Yeah, that was a fun one. That was a that lot of fun. fun. I did play that a lot at Walmart. I- I mean, I loved my, I loved the Simpsons show whenever they did the Treehouse of Terror. Those those episodes were always fun to me because they, you know, did something way weird with all the characters in it. It was their Halloween special. I always loved watching those. But yeah, uh, as far as the games, I mean, I played the two, the Nintendo one and this one, but I don't think that they should be above even Battletoads or even Super. Ghouls and Ghosts, or I can't even remember how to say that. So one. I'm that, sorry, I'm just frustrated with seeing this one next. You know, was that LJN that did the Simpsons? I think LJN did it. Um, it uh, doesn't say it right here. Simpsons on my listing that I have. The kiss mark of Bart versus kiss mark the of spe- death of any game made on the Nintendo or Super Nintendo, right there. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'm just it's a designer, Gary Kitchen, uh, developers acclaim. Oh yeah, um, which is that. which is weird because that would be good, but. Um, yeah, so anytime I saw something like The Simpsons, you know, it's like a cash grab, I always assumed. 
You know, well, I mean, that's, like, that's no. kind of what the guy says here. It's like it's an example of a game that lures you in with its familiar name and then compensates for a relatively short amount of content by making everything as hard as possible is what they say here. <laughs> yes, exactly. Fantastic way to sum it up there. So Matthew Bird, you at least wrote a sentence well. So far, your list is not. I mean, it's it's you gave ceiling at the end, and now we're starting to come down. So I really think that you might have reversed number. Get your, crushed your even thing, more. So. All right. All right. We're to see eleven. We're at number eleven. I, I'm sorry to do this to you, swinging. Donkey Kong Country Two, Diddy Kong's Quest. Oh. Two. I, so I mean, they all have some difficulty, and that goes back to what we talked about at the very beginning, where I think. I think if you have enough patience, this is a lot like with the Contra game that we talked about clear on the last podcast, where if you put the time in, it's not overly difficult. It's definitely a challenge. I don't know. I played all three. I personally thought the third one was harder, and I was joking with somebody about it. It's If I remember right, I think the difficulty is the same. It's just the levels are so much longer that if you screw up, the checkpoint seems like it's two to three times longer than the other two games. But you oh, made a point sucks. there too. It, it's it's a challenge, not hard, because you learn the mechanics, you can beat the game. I mean that's that's called gaming there, and so that's why I question the writer's ability to play a game and realize that oh, this game is a challenge. I need to learn the mechanics. It's going back to what we discuss in a lot of games, especially with like the. Um, Mega Man games, because I love and hate those games because they're what we call pixel perfect game. You have to make your jumps pixel perfect. Even though Donkey Kong Country is in that different type of graphics, it's kind of in that same vein of being perfect on your moves, perfect on your jumps, timing everything. Once you learn the timings, what's so hard about it? Nothing except Donkey Kong Country when he gets to the stupid red light, green light, or the stupid barrel freaking <laughs> level. <laughs> yeah. Or my stupid car, mine my car level. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's so. one that's the the difficulty. I would is is uh, you know, it's just a learning curve. It's not necessarily. I guess you could say that for all of them, but I don't think by far that would be not as hard as Battletoads or um, Super Ghost and Ghouls. I'm starting to wonder if the guy even played the games at this point. Like, no, and we're only on eleven. Ever, nobody ever plays them. They always no, just no, find no. somebody else's list. Yeah, <laughs> he might. No disrespect to Matt or whoever, but all my buddies that ever wrote blogs, they tell me that's exactly what they do. When you want to get a oh. lot of licks, you do a, a oh, top throwing, something, and they just I'm go copy something off of YouTube. I'm throwing shade at Matthew Bird, big time. And like I said, I'm going to drop his name several times, depending on how well or terrible he does. And so far, he's doing terrible, because it looks like he just copy and pasted and did so it in a harsh. bad order. Oh, yeah, I'm harsh, man. Give me That's a good list, harsh. dude. Give it's me good a good so list. Far. All right, let's go. It's just like, the ceiling is very, very closed in, though. That, that uh, is yeah, very, I was going to say, we, 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 we got to bust it up We're not even in top here. 10 yet. All right, let's go to 10, then. All right, number 10. All right, I'm, I, may, maybe the game could be in the top 10, <laughs> but just after what's already we've had, Earthworm Jim 2. We've discussed uh. how tough Earthworm Jim games have been. It's just once you kind of shoot yourselves in the foot with putting battle toads that far back putting ghouls and ghosts that far back you know it's kind of yeah. like that's another one man i just you know earthworm gym too we played earthworm gym on the sega mini which gosh the lag is so bad you can't even play it you can't i mean it's impossible i held the controller up i wish i had 
a little camera. I push the button and it's like a second. And then my guy jumps and it's like, dirt, dirt. <laughs> and then we, you can play it on um, uh, Switch now, Earthworm Jim, and you can see where the controllers are. Are the controls are actually responsive? It's a lot more fun. Um, and I just, I don't remember it being like, and of course, I only played the first couple stages. And this is part one, but I don't remember it being like overly difficult, but I didn't really get that far. So I don't know. What do you think, Swingy? I, um, I mean, same vein as you. I mean, I don't want to be repetitive, but I mean, it's just another, you know, action platformer. It, I, I thought it was kind of cool, to be honest with you. I mean, just a little unique. Uh, but I don't remember it being overly difficult either. I, I, it's just, it kind of, it sticks out because of the mascot and because of the kind right. of graphical design on it compared to a lot of other yeah. ones like that. But like other than that, and I mean, we all kind of grew up as eighties and nineties kids. Like we, you're, you're getting to, and I'm thinking of another Sega classic here, booger man. Like there was a lot of the whole, either go <laughs> yes. with brutal, right. like the gross out factor, or you went with the whole gnarly. Weird. We're doing guts on Nickelodeon yeah. with bungee cords. And you know, <laughs> and, and, I mean, no, I don't, I mean, I can see top 15 though. I mean, it is, it's not an, it's not a, it's harder than an average game of its genre, but yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, as, as we, I don't want to beat that dead horse, but yeah, it does seem like the order's kind of inverted right now. Mm-hmm. It is interesting that Earthworm Jim probably is a, is a name that any retro gamer knows, but probably half actually played the game you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. because that the ad campaigns they had for that game were just like it's on cover of magazines all the time I and mean, it's supposed to be like the next hot thing and of course it's an earthworm in like a space suit with arms and everything and you're like what in the world and just like kind of goofy like you're saying and when you when he actually comes out of the suit he's just a worm with no arms yes. too that's what makes yeah. it fun it's it's like you know it's got that fun thing and then the graphics too they're like comic book graphics you know it reminds me almost of like comic zone the the yeah. classic on genesis it's got that whole comic book feel to it so it's kind of an edgy game and that's kind of was the draw to it tough yes hardest above what we've already talked about not in the slightest they did a good job with the gun make it it's fun to shoot the gun and all oh, so that. much fun so to shoot the gun oh yeah, yeah. So it was fun to that. whip Earthworm Jim out too, you know, Earth, yep. you know, whip him out and use him to climb up things, you know. It, it, and I wonder if that kind of, you know, in all reality here, kind of impacts how difficult we think the game is. If it's fun, we don't mind going back after dying and playing against. We say, "Oh, it's not that hard," because I enjoyed it the whole time. Hmm, I just thought of that. No, but, and I, I mean, I agree with your comment. And actually, you know, with Clear mentioning Comic Zone, actually the game that, and I mean, you wouldn't think it, but you kind of do when you think of the genre. <laughs> kind of reminds me of Vector Man from... Uh, oh, yeah. From yeah, yeah. It does. With, with the way yep, the game plays. Exactly. The gun's, the gun's almost the exact same, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Vector... That's the way I remember it anyway. Oh, Under, game. Underrated <sighs> game there with Vector Man, though. Extremely underrated. All right. Let's put Earthworm Jim back in the ground where he needs to be and move on to the next one. All right, the next one. Another wonderful classic. Jurassic this number, Park. This is number, this is number nine. nine. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> I hate this. I mean, I never really got into any of these. I like touched on all, most of these besides Super Ghost and Ghouls. Um, but never really... Uh, got into the dress. That was the top down when your little guy running around. You got that electric, you shoot the lightning out and all this dinosaurs 
and it goes like you know three feet out i just didn't i didn't have any idea what you're supposed to be doing on this one i think that's what was the problem yeah it's another one of those that give you no direction so i've heard i've heard it's a difficult game but uh this is one of the few i think i just i never played like I know it's going to be sacrilege to say this as a kid who grew up in the 90s. I think that movie came out, what, 93, 90, early 90s, 91, 92, 93. But uh, yep. wasn't a big fan of the movie. Didn't play the game. I like the movie, though. Look, the movie came out so long ago <laughs> that it was actually you could rent it inside of Super Value and Super Value had movies to rent. Yeah, man. Chris Pratt was <laughs> he wasn't in that one, but. <laughs> no, he's, he, he, he was probably still, you know, nursing yeah, all the bottles. He was renting it himself. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, yeah so going, I, I just remember ahead. that one being, well, I'm just saying, I just kind of remember that one being like, oh, oh this is going to be awesome because I'm going to fight these dinosaurs and it's like a top down, your little guys running around, all you have is like an electric thing and you really don't know what you're supposed to do. Dinosaur run up to you and you're trying to shock him psh, 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 and he just like runs right through you and kills you. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know what I'm doing. And you just essentially turn it off and take it back to, uh, her pops <laughs> you want a difficult jurassic park game uh i'm sure anybody who's ever been to an arcade game play those shooting jurassic park ones oh yeah oh, I love oh it. my, my gosh they're so much those. fun but yeah so they me are and tough. little mama probably spent a whole 20 dollars car beating that but me and her as a six and a half year old we pulled it off we saved the world from dinosaurs i just want you guys to know that there you go it's awesome oh man and remember june 10th new new jurassic world uh, i think it's called oblivion the one coming out actually has the original cast members in it too. Yeah, Sorry, man. just that's about all I got to say about Jurassic Park. I, I played the game maybe one time for a half a minute, just like the Hollywood said, rented it, did, couldn't figure it out, took it back. You know, so and, and pretty much Jurassic every Park? game other than a shooter has not been fun. Supposedly, the Sega mm-hmm. CD one is like. Have you seen the the Sega CD one? <laughs> you just walk through the park. There's oh, no yeah, people yeah. there, and you like open oh, a right. door, and you don't know what to do. I think you're supposed to turn the power back on. I was anyway, gonna say, is it Sim City? Is it Sim City with Jurassic Park? What are we talking about here? It's supposed to be like 3D or something. And anyway, it's just go look it up on YouTube. It's you're just walking to that big. You know exactly a building that you're in that has the big T Rex in it. Like, uh, but he's not in there. You're just yeah, the walking big around. Atrium that's there. Yeah, the big atrium. Yeah, it's worth. Yeah. So anyway. So I don't know any good Jurassic Park game besides the shooting arcade. All right, so what was this, right. eight now? We're, we're at number eight. I'm scrolling down, and this is, I don't know, this might be a little depressing. I mean, I, I liked the, this is a sequel. I liked the first one a lot, uh, At Razor 2. Oh, that's legit hard, I think. I, I can agree with it being legit hard. Um, yeah. No, I... Ahead, I was going to say, I was going to say, 100% agree with you guys. What I do remember about this series is going back to me joking about Populous before. Like, and I think we were talking about <laughs> Bayou Billy with, with the Nintendo is like, mm-hmm. ActRaiser 1 was weird. Like, it's just like three games mashed into one. I love ActRaiser. Yeah. I mean, yeah, oh, me too. And then I don't know why they did that. And ActRaiser 2 was like, you know what? We liked our side scrolling. Yeah. We're just going to stick with super difficult side scrolling mm-hmm. on ActRaiser 2, which I mean, yeah, I know, it, man. It, you know, there's so many games like that. Like, if you, in my opinion, if you, you look back at the Super Nintendo, I think the easiest thing to do was to make a beat em up Streets of Rage style thing with a licensed character. So, I mean, ActRaiser 2 was cool. It was difficult, but 
the second one, other than being difficult, didn't stick out from any other, mm-hmm. you know, nope. beat them up. Dead wings. Yeah, platformer. You know, unless we're talking about my greatest game ever made, Robocop it's, versus Terminator on the Super Nintendo. But other than that, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I have it. I have it again. I have it again. It's in my box over here. I got it back. That's a good um, game, man. So this reminds me. It's hard too. It's probably on the list. Yeah, I remind. Uh, this reminds me it of the um, conversation we had about Legend of Zelda and Link. You know, Zelda Two. How you had this wonderful game because act razor was so wonderful to me i love the game because you built up your land of course you had the other parts of the game too but you had this kind of open world kind of vibe to it you know just like you did in legend of zelda and then all of a sudden link and it confines you to the side scroller and it just kind of that to me it was like eh, you took all the fun out of it and so that's kind of what it made it tough for me because it wasn't as fun as the other one although it did have its fun factor it just wasn't you're expecting a sequel, not a completely different game sequel. Yeah, I don't know why they would do that. That's just a cash grab again, because it's, uh, I mean, think about it. I mean, it's really quite remarkable. The Super Nintendo had just come out. It was like the third game I ever owned on Super Nintendo, our fourth game. Because I owned Mario World, came with it, F-Zero, Final Fight, and then Act Razor. I used to remember the order I got them in back in the day. But um, Act Razor, <clears throat> you know, you're like this guy, you're like God, you know, like floating around and you're doing all this stuff for people. You send lightning, you send rain, you send all these things to help the people uh, defeat the, the demons. And then you go back down and do the side scrolling part. And then you go to the next world. And sometimes you got to intermingle worlds. Like one world will give you music. If somebody's feeling bad and other people are sad, you should present in the music. They learn music. It's just so you can see how in depth you could begin to get if you had another chance at, you know, you knew what worked and what didn't work this time. So why would you not do that? And I think I remember renting act razor two uh, and playing it and going, okay, when do I get to the, you know, oh, you never do. And, um, and I, again, and I'm starting to now second guess my gaming, uh, you know, ability now, because it seems like all these games that are hard, I only touched on them and it's like, oh, put them up. You know, it's too hard. I'm not even going to deal with it. And, um, so don't don't let Matthew bird make you doubt your gaming ability. Well, no, what I'm saying is all these games that he's saying are hard. Like I go, yeah, that I did never play them because they were hard. Really? I mean, I don't know if that's why I did Act Razor too. Get but. good scrub. <laughs> <laughs> Just get good scrub, and then you play it. But yeah, I didn't like. I didn't like. Uh, I didn't like that with Act Razor two either. And it's kind of one of those passes in the nights. So they did an Act Razor reconnaissance, or well, not reconnaissance. Uh, was it resurrected or something like that mm-hmm. on Switch? It's on. It's on multiple I, things. I, but yeah, like I, I saw Switch. That's what I was going to say. They did a remake of Razor, and it's yeah. a remake and some other stuff that they've done to it and improved, kind of improved the game to say the least. Um, is it already out or? Oh, yeah, it's been out. Okay. I got it on Switch and it's not uh, the, the combat. They just jacked it up a little bit. Um, you'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, but they, the, the overworld is a little bit better. You do a lot more fighting. You have to go down into the hole every time you want to seal a monster layer again. Um, of course, the graphics are better. They, it's a couple. It's just some of the choices they made. I don't know why they made that choice. They kind of changed the artistic style of the actual side-scrolling part. 
and he does more combos or something. It's just a, it's just weird. I don't remember. Uh, you would think by what I just said, it would be better, but it's something that's missing something, missing that satisfaction well, I, you know, I'm, that the other one had. I, I would, I'm not like on top of it every single day looking at stuff, but I had never heard that they had done that. I, I, this is the first I've heard of this. Renaissance, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, Act Razor. Yeah, because we saw it on Nintendo Direct, and I was like, oh my uh, gosh, I thought it was just on Nintendo, but it was on, I think it's on everything. Yeah. But um, Did you know they're, remaster, they're yeah. remastering Shadowrun? Yep. Excuse me? Look it up. Why, why, why are you, what are you why are you drag, why are you draw, dragging one? him down that rabbit hole uh we, we well, gotta shut on. we gotta close we, this rabbit hole up for a second we will we will <laughs> close it up all i need to know is which one super nintendo or sega i don't know i just saw that they were remastering it uh, yeah yeah it's a remaster of it i don't know which one it is either it says remake oh there's two of them okay well i'm about to look into this because this is a big deal all right, we're going to close off that rabbit hole there for just a little bit because that's a deep rabbit the, hole there. I because, think it's the Nintendo one. Because Hollywood, his, his only game that he has on Sega is Shadowrun. So, and the only game he <laughs> prefers on Genesis over Nintendo is Shadowrun. So, yeah. all right, Actraiser 2 is number eight, and we're moving on down to find out what number seven is. Okay, this is interesting. I think the guy did this on purpose for number seven. Number seven is the seventh saga. Okay, I don't think that's. I know that there's no hard RP, super hard RPGs. Yeah, because uh, I got to do is just grind a little longer. Yeah, exactly. To me, that the RPG you just level up and then you can get past it. So yeah. to me, having an RPG on a toughest list is kind of like let me take the easy way out. You know, that goes back to Hollywood feeling like. You know, his gaming prowess from back in the day is less than what he remembers. This proves that Matthew Bird's gaming prowess now is less than what it should be because, I mean, I'm sorry, RPGs aren't. <laughs> so here's just, here's where you and me disagreed last podcast, Clear, but I agree with you here. So I think Final Fantasy was on our previous list, and you were just amazed that that was on there. And I said, you know, if you had never played a JRPG before in your life, and Nintendo is your first console... I could see a game like that being difficult. Next generation, no, I, no excuses at this point. You you know what you're getting into with an RPG, <laughs> I, and I agree with you guys. I don't think an RPG is difficult. You just got to put the work in at this point. Once again, you know, speaking. I will say this, though. Uh, sorry no, to interrupt good. you. Um, but uh, my cousin had this game and showed it to me, and it is a unique type of RPG. Um, in that you you know you see like the top of your characters over the shoulder kind of they're down at the bottom of your screen and I do remember playing it later I've watched him play it so that's pretty cool I remember playing it later and then do kind of thinking eh, that was a little bit more difficult than I than I thought um, so I never finished it but I mean it's nothing that you couldn't just grind your way through I think it depends on the RPG subgenre we're speaking so if you're talking about any basic old JRPG. Grind it out. You'll be fine. It's a JRPG. Yeah. But yeah. what I'm saying is, like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I'm not the greatest at the tactical RPGs. So, like, Tactics is the only one of its type that I really ever dug into. You know, and I know they've got other ones that are out there. I'm trying to remember uh, the other very popular one back in the day with that. But, I mean, Tactics was the only... They had Orc Tactics. Oh, Ogre tactics, tactics, Orc yeah. Ogre Tactics, yeah. So, I mean, but... Final Fantasy Tactics was the only type of that subgenre of RPGs I ever that I found I find those difficult to this day. If you don't know the right strategy or 
you know, freaking tactics. It was throwing a stone, you know, to like level up your job points to, you know, level yeah. up stuff. That's awesome. <laughs> I so, love that game. So the guy, the guy even writes it in here and basically nails the point that what we say, it's all about grinding. You know, you just got to be re- re- ready to grind. It says the result is a project with a typical RPG challenges that are amplified by the fact that the enemies can survive an assert amount of damage that makes level grinding more important than ever. It's what we said. Just grind it out. You, If you game nowadays, 90% of all games you play are all about grind. It's all about the grind because... Look at Destiny. To get the best weapons, you got to grind, you got to grind, you got to grind. You rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. That's the same th- same principle this is on, just, you know, in earlier generation. I mean, any games. I mean, take your Call of Duties. You grind and grind and grind to get those prestige levels, it, and that's what it is. It's just rinse and repeat. It's just, I'm sorry. It's just whenever I see something like this, I'm like, you even say that all you had to do was level grind. Uh, what makes that hard? You just go out, beat enemies until your level's high enough, and then you can beat it. It's not hard. It's just boring, and people don't have attention spans anymore. Exactly. Well, they seem to do because they grind the full out of games now. Pretty lights. They just make it flashier now. Uh, yeah, it, it is pretty. All right, so we're going to move on from that and quit beating that in the ground. And number when six. Num- yeah. <laughs> can I guess? Can I guess before you say? Yeah, go ahead, guess, guess, guess. Yeah, go ahead. Th- th- I, want, guess. I want you to say zombies ate my neighbors. That's what I want to hear you say. We have no zombies now. We have, and it's the reason why I'm kind of just kind of put my face down is it's Super Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. Hard oh, game. Oh, my that gosh. That is a hard no, game. I forgot about those. It is, it is a hard game, and that's why I'm just kind of like, you finally put a really hard game here that whole s- in the middle oh of. Oh my like, gosh, those Star Wars all those games Star are Wars brutal. Games are brutal. <laughs> Very brutal. I mean, all those Super Nintendo that. Star Wars games are just insane. And the funny thing is, and, and you'll laugh if you could see the picture I'm looking at. It's Boba Fett's Slave One, and Chewbacca is on it, beating it up. That's just <laughs> hilarious to me because Chewbacca never got on Slave One. Ever. At least not in the movies. Maybe in the stories I don't remember off the top of my head. And Swinging might try to roast me on that because he might Are you pull sure some it's not that magic, other magical I, I, I don't remember that, that other Wookiee that was in Man that was in uh Boba Fett. Oh, you sure it's that not was a him? bad boy though. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, that Wookiee is sick. I, I forget his name. He but he's got a he's got a mythos behind him and he's pretty he's pretty stout. All of those games were hard. So, they all were. And actually they're Yeah, they're brutal. There man. was there was Nintendo Star Wars games as well that weren't exactly the easiest, but those Super Nintendo ones, because you know, you're sitting there thinking, and this is kind of the opposite of what we talked about with Lion King and stuff. So typically with licensed games, they were they were easy because you wanted to play as you know, whatever character that they license, you wanted to have fun. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie or whatever. Oh, those are good. Those are fun. And then you play, you play, <laughs> you play some Star Wars and get put in your place real quick. Yeah. yeah Luke wouldn't die like that. Die the, so quick. The one sentence in here that makes me laugh because I re- remember thinking this is, and then he gets in here. So Matthew Bird, I'm finally giving you just some credit because you, you got something good here is how can so many creatures survive so many blows from a lightsaber? 
I mean, seriously, you got a lightsaber. It's supposed to cut through anything, and it does. You see in the movies it cuts through anything, literally. And then now you're in the game, and you fight with a lightsaber, and it's like, I'm hitting you with a wiffle bat. Boop, 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 boop. That's not even it to me. You can kill every enemy one shot, and you still get swarmed on that game, dude. (laughs) It's brutal, man. There's some some spots, if I remember correctly, that it's just like never respawning enemies. Like, if you don't... The old side scroller trick of like you know moving the screen and all yeah. that, but if you don't, if you go back yeah, a little bet, bit, if you don't go the right back. amount, it, it, they just keep coming. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a brutal man. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, that was. I good forgot one. about so, that. I'm happy with this one. All right, top five. Still top the five. ceiling. Ceiling's number, too n- high. N- number five, and I think y'all might be a little happy with this. Contra three, the Alien Wars. Yeah, I figured that's going to be on there. So we're finally that's getting into it. Still not as hard as that's that's not as hard no. as Star Wars. Star Wars is probably the hardest one on this list so far. Yeah, so far, yeah, I agree with that. Um, Battletoads, Battletoads, it pushes yeah, Battletoads it, up but there. It but yeah, I mean, like we said before, I mean, there's certain series that are known for their difficulty. I mean, there's I'm not taking anything away from Contra Three. Aliens Wars was a you know what to play depending on your age too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just it was. A tough I thought game. these I were easier than the Nintendo version. Um, did you have to go back and it's one of those you just got to play over and over again. It's just like the other Contra, you know. But um, you know, when you first played Contra on NES, you're like, oh my gosh, nobody will ever finish this game. But you just played it a few times and you would do it. And I'm sure there most of them are like that too. But it just seems so random with Star Wars. I don't of know. The first three Contras, I, th- I still think Super C was the diff- most difficult of the the first three, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that, you know, the heart Contra Three is when they start giving you all the power ups that you can double up. I think where you get, you know, uh, the F or whatever with the wings, then you get it twice, and it's something different, or the, or the homing bullets and stuff like couldn't that. You stack? Couldn't you so, like like hold one to reserve? Yeah, you stack yeah, you can them. Stack them right. You mm-hmm. can reserve it too. Yeah, yeah, you can reserve. You can have two. Uh, so if you died with one, you could come back with a different one. But um, yeah, because this this shows a player screen here, and across the top you got the one player and the two player, and it shows that you've got a you know special or power up weapon in your one and two slot, and then of course you even have um, it looks like grenades as well. So you've got the power up and the grenades. Uh, you know, so what sucked with this one is that I think the thirty man code only gave you the um, tier two of whatever. Um, weapon you picked up so you've picked up a machine gun or whatever and then you put a code in it would give you the second tier of that i think because mm-hmm. super c only gave you 10 like, lives so i might have that back yeah for the so that's what makes it so hard man there's no there's no uh 30 man code you know yeah so definitely agree there so i didn't play this one that much but i do remember the little bit that i did play it just was it was it was tough it I is mean, tough you, you don't have your you don't have your contra. You don't have the Konami code to really help you on it. And so this is one of those games that's even more difficult with two players, like Battletoads. Like if you and your partner are not in <laughs> sync, you're going to kill each other as much as the game's going to kill you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that makes it extra fun. You know, oh, like, yeah. I hated games like that. Dude. <laughs> oh yeah, it's hard enough without you killing me. <laughs> Still think right. Star Wars is the hardest so far. Yes, I agree. So far out of the list, I would have to say Star Wars is probably the hardest. Um, top top Battle three. Toads I'll give Star Wars top three. I don't know if it's the hardest for me yet. We'll see what else is on this list. Yeah. When's the you last got- time you played that one? <laughs> Dude, it it, it actually hasn't been that long. I, you know, I told you about all the modding yeah. fun I've had, and I remember 
I got on my Star Wars kick when Mandalorian came out, and I was playing any Star mm-hmm. Wars game I could get my hands on, and I tried that for about 10 minutes and went, nope. Yep, that's what <laughs> happened to me, too. It's like, no thank you. Uh, so swinging so you just while, try to run as fast yeah. as you can through it, spinning with a lightsaber, and you still just get destroyed, man. So swinging fall while, in holes, too. Yeah, while we're on the uh, topic of Star Wars games, uh, go to Limited Run Games, and go pick you up a copy of if you because I don't remember if you have a Switch or not, but they're re-releasing Knights of the Old Republic on the Switch. So um, me and Holly were talking about this. I think the sale is still on on Xbox, and it may be on. So Republic Commando. Mm-hmm. It was May. It was for the May Fourth. You know, May the Fourth be with you. But they did mm-hmm. Kotor one and two. Re- yep. Republic Commando. Mm-hmm. And I cannot remember the fourth one, but they were all like five bucks a piece. And I, I was like looking. I think Pod, I think it was Pod Racer. Was it yeah. Pod it was Racer? Pod, it, was a big one. it was a big one that was pushing around because um, all those games have been redone on uh, limited run games. I actually okay. picked up a copy of uh, Republic Commando. Nice uh, on the Switch uh, from Limited Run Games because they have collectors cards with them too. So I'm you know doing my whole collection of stuff. I'll definitely check yeah. it out. And I mean, that's one of the ones where that, that was like an Xbox exclusive back in the day. I think PS4 mm-hmm. just got Republic Commando like remastered and all that. Yep. But that's that's if you're a PlayStation fan and you didn't play much at Xbox that, you know, KOTOR, uh, Republic Commando. And then, oh, my gosh, what's his name? Uh, Chronics, uh, Chronicles or Chronics of Riddick. They had a couple of first person. Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. Yeah. On the OG Xbox that were pretty yeah. good. Sorry for jumping out of the hole, but you mentioned Star Wars. Now I got, I got to no give you that. No worries. Give you that bit of info there. All right. So, and also too is since I know that y'all are both Castlevania fans, they have a Castlevania collection out there right now too, on limited run games. I got so, that one. No, it's a different one. There's another one. They, they haven't put it out yet. You're it's talking about pre- the it's pre-order. Uh, you're talking about the Game Boy Advance ones. I don't know if it's, it's Game Boy. I don't know which one is, but it's in a it's in a it's a anniversary collection that's in pre-order right now. I've seen the one okay. you're talking about clear. And then when we're done with this or something, I'll mention to you, there's a fan game that's a fan made Castlevania game that's being made. That looks very interesting. Cool. All right. Uh, so we will jump to number four and I don't know that I've ever heard this game before. It's let me guess. Hang Hagani. Uh-huh. Hagani. Hagani. Hagani is oh, number yeah. four. Hagani, the final Final Conflict. Glad you could say that because I had no idea how to say that. Hagani. This is a bad game. I don't know about most difficult, this but this the, is a bad game. Is this the one of your samurai that has to get his body parts back? Well, you're yeah, you're like this robotic, cybernetic samurai, if I remember correctly. Yeah. This is a... For yeah, it's a black and white until you get your... Is that... I don't know if it's... Okay, I, no, I, know, I know what you're talking about. No, I know what you're talking about. This, yeah, this is, is a collector's edition game. that is very hard to find. This was a limited release, I think, in the States. And so for you guys who are, you know, hard copy collectors, if you look this one up, this is not cheap. Mm, this hey, is a I remember hard this one, one. I never played it, but I know, yeah, this is a different game that yeah. I was thinking about. It, wasn't, it basically says it wasn't especially popular when it was released in 94. It's uh, been yeah, re- it resurrected Japan, by the yeah. internet. So It came out in June 95 in North America. So it's like... Near the almost, end of the cycle. So got, yeah, it's the end of the cycle. Um, got three out of five stars. And so I, mean, I got a lot of good... Getting that was just a fluke. It got a lot of good reviews. Um, yeah, man. I remember... I, uh, I think I played this on... It got re-released or something. I don't know. I can't speak to it. So I can't speak to it good. 
there's a there's an internet rumor or legend which I think is partially true where people were like, oh, it was only available through Blockbuster. I think Blockbuster had some kind of promo with it, but that wasn't the only way to get it. But I remember renting it from Blockbuster, and yeah, I mean, it was it was a fun game. It was a fun game. It was difficult, but I don't remember it sticking out being like insanely, insanely hard. Now, once again, there's a big difference between you know me being. 11, 10 years old and 91 playing Mario World and being 14 years old, 15 years old playing this in 95, you know. Right. There's a lot of skill yeah. that's been developed, mm-hmm. you know, from the beginning yeah. to the end of that generation of, you know, games. Yeah. So doing a quick look on there, because, you know, since you mentioned it swinging about prices on this. How much is it? This is going by price charting. I like using price charting the loose price is a grand the complete price is almost 3100 if it was new sealed the new price is almost 10 grand yeah i I mean i'm sure you can look up how many were released or whatever but i mean like it's one of it's a cult classic it's a really well-made game if i remember i mean from what i remember of it but it just they didn't it wasn't very popular and it comes out at the end of the life cycle like We've had this talk before, like, one of the greatest games ever made for the Super Nintendo was Super Mario RPG, but so many people missed it because it came out in, like, 96, and everybody had moved on to PS, I mean, you know, PlayStation at that point, or 64, or whatever. Yeah. And I'm just flipping through eBay real quick. If you go onto eBay right now, there is a not great condition of Hagani there that it's bought now prices $1,800. Um, com- well, it's got the box manual tray only. This is just the box and the manual and the tray. This doesn't even include the game for three grand. You don't even get the game for three grand. Sixty five hundred is complete in box. Um, they've got another complete in box for about two grand. Um, if you want a nine point four graded one in the from Wada, which Wada of course jacks up prices on everything, here's the nice one for y'all all to know: one hundred ninety nine thousand five hundred dollars for that one. But Wada yeah, is known to jack up prices Wada. like that. Yeah, Wada's, yeah, Wada's terrible. But just in case you're looking for it, guys, it's 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 high. It's it's not cheap. Um, it now if you can get the. I'm looking at the, this is Hagani. I don't know if there was another version of Hagani, but this is the Japanese one from Japan, the actual from, from Japan, not the U.S. version. It's only 75 bucks, 76 bucks. So if you modded out your uh, Super Nintendo to take it, there you go. You can get it for that and have the Japanese version. And if this is, you know, full in box, you know, 350 for the Japanese version. Yeah, you got Super Analog NT. Mm-hmm. I think you can play it on there. So, but there's just a smattering of how, you know, a Japanese <clears throat> version of a game doesn't have the value that the American version does. It's crazy. All right, that was number four. That's number four. On top three now. Top three. Does anybody want to try to take a guess at top three? At number three? Mario Kart. It better I not wish. be Donkey Kong Country 1. Nope. It is UN Squadron. I do not remember <gasps> this game. No. I played it at the arcade, baby. No, that game's awesome. That is definitely not harder than... Uh, it is <laughs> hard, but it's definitely... It's a shooter. 
it is definitely not harder than Star Wars or uh, multiple Battle others Toes, on that yeah. list. Yeah, Battletoads or anything like that. I love the game, though. It's really good. Um, I own that. That's one of the first ones I knew I was going to buy when I got the... Uh, it's fun because it's a shooter that you have a life bar. Mm-hmm. And so when you're flying around, you pick, you buy your jet, right? And you can buy that real jet. It's like an F-15, A-10. I think they're called different things, like A-10 Thunder or something like that. Um, well, it's a Thunderbolt. It's not a Warthog. I think that's the real name is a Thunderbolt. Uh, just like the F-16... <laughs> It's not a viper. It's a flying falcon or fighting falcon. Fighting falcon. They hate that. They hate calling it that. They call it a viper. But anyway, um, so anyway, you can buy those different things. You buy weapons for. You have so much money. You get money for killing enemies, for completing missions or whatever. Then you buy your loadouts, as many weapons or whatever that you can afford, or and or you're a better jet, right? Some of them are better for uh, shooting out of the air. Some are better air to ground. Some are just better all around fighters. And so what happens is you get hit and it turns, you know, warning, warning, warning. And you kind of got to not get hit again or it'll kill you instant until you, till it, uh, refills your energy there. But the graphics were amazing. And that's an early game too. That they did a really good job on that. I can't believe they hadn't done something else with that again. The picture looks really good of the, of the screenshot they got. Yeah. I'm wondering what screenshot they're showing if that's a super Nintendo or the Neo Geo. So the reason you, you, you hit everything on the head there, Hollywood, what I remember about this game specific, I don't remember being difficult, but it was the very first time I'd ever seen a Neo Geo arcade cabinet. Cause when, uh, when I lived in Columbus, the Walmart we went to had this in, oh my God, what is it? Samurai showdown, I think. Those are the two yeah, Neo big, Geo. Yeah, that was a big Neo yeah. Geo. Those game. are the two Neo Geo games because that's a that's a Neo Geo game, I believe, originally arcade game, UN Squadron. And I just remember the graphics just popping back in the day, like, oh my gosh, this looks beautiful. I love that game, dude. I want to play it again now. You're <laughs> talking about it. It is so addicting. Um, yeah, it that looks, is. A, that's I mean, a it looks good pretty it, for for a Super Nintendo game. It looks really it's a, nice. It's a I mean, fun those graphics game. looks really good. It's, it's a relatively fun game. cheap. Yeah, it's like thirty five, forty bucks. It sounds fun, too. Yeah, it's definitely fun, dude. That was one I of might, the first ones I had to get. I might have to snag that one up for my collection. Good it just music. Sounds fun. You, it's three characters you pick from. Yeah, you, you, do need to, you do need to get that for your collection, man. And you'll enjoy it. It's not that hard. I mean, to finish the game, it starts to get a little difficult, but you'll play through several stages. And there's it's multiplayer, too, isn't it? I, mean, I think you can get two players in there. I don't think there. so. No, you it's sure? not. I'm pretty sure it's not, because that was one of the weird things. This has got to be multiplayer because it's a shooter. And it's one of those things that, and I'm just kind of going by memory. If yeah, it is, remember. you certainly can't play it uh, together. Yeah, um, I mean, if 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 just by j- basing it off the screen, it would be really tight putting two people yeah, on that screen no, the way they're doing it. it. It's you're, not you're, together you're for sure. You're probably right, but I, I just remember it being an outstanding. It's just fun, and that goes. It back might to have been an arcade two player. You know, maybe that's what I'm thinking of was the arcade being two players, but. This is just a fun game, and that goes back to like one of the first things I said at the beginning of the podcast is what I remember about the Super Nintendo Sega Genesis generation was just fun. Yeah, a lot of fun games, and mm-hmm. and I, I I put the sixty four in that clump that in the yeah, I mean because just you know we can go on and on about that, but just the fact that you had four controllers and has so many four player games back then. But oh yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah, definitely not as hard as a Capcom game. It's fun. All right, we have made the difficult and painful journey now to number two. Now, swinging. 
super would you like, strike backs again. Would you like <laughs> to take another swing at guessing the name of this one? Zombies ate my neighbors. There you go. Number two, Zombies <laughs> ate my neighbors. <laughs> no, never played that one, man. I heard it was good, good though. One of the funnest games I've ever played on the Super Nintendo, and that that is a like we were just talking about. NBA Jam, Mortal Kombat, you name all the fun games we played back in the day. You and your kids would love Zombies Ain't Me Neighbors. It's a pretty yeah. simple concept to begin with. So I'm trying to think of how to describe it. You got to look at the, if you've never seen it before. I've seen it. I know okay. exactly. So they did it good with that. It's like advertising a three, too. Yeah, three quarter top version of Gauntlet would probably be a good way to say it. You got to save yeah. 10 survivors. And you get all these cool little, you know, get the water gun with the holy water. And I think it's like your grenades are like a six pack of soda and and whatever. But like it starts off super easy and you can blow through. I think there's like 100 levels, 99 levels or something. Yeah, the first 10 blow by. And I think almost 50. Yeah. okay, every five, I think, is a boss. But when you start getting to the later, like the the higher levels. You have 10 survivors, but those guys get killed. So quickly that you know you only need one to go to the next level but i mean you get to the halfway point in that game and it just starts getting <laughs> difficult like if you don't have it a memorized I played it yeah, remember and b, now and haul your butt to the closest one to you or the easiest one to get to you don't even have to get killed you you'll die because you didn't you didn't cap you know you didn't uh, rescue anybody get all of them yeah yeah i remember playing it just cuz i've heard so much about it i heard it was against lucas arts and um, I just did like the first few levels and turned it off as like an emulator. So I didn't remember getting to deeper. But yeah, it's a very interesting concept. Good colors. You know, looks really nice, vibrant. But uh, yeah, so that's definitely probably what makes it hard is the survivor thing. You know, you got to get the survivors. Yeah, when you get because I mean, at the beginning, it's just fun. You're having fun. You're killing things. You're capturing all 10 people. You're checking everything out. And then it just gets to the point where you're just trying to survive. Find the one person. <laughs> yeah and dip out of there as soon as possible just to get to the next level <laughs> this oddly reminds me of uh, and i never really played it much but you know you got call of duty zombies and you've got the other like survivor games where they just keep on dumping enemies at you and you just try to survive you know that's kind of I, I guess this is almost a precursor to that but this you're actually trying to just rescue people versus you just trying to survive but I vaguely remember it a little bit, but I always loved the title of Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I think it's a very kid-friendly one. You know, depending on what age the kiddos are, this is something that you could play with them and they would have fun. And you don't have to beat the game. You know, like I think, you know, they'll be excited just to beat a level with, you know, their sibling or their parent or whatever. And it's just, like you said, it's pretty colors. It's just quick. It's fun. It's a basic concept. I mean, it's just a great game. Yeah. All right. All right. The the hardest game on the Super Nintendo. All right. So, do you remember your prognostications at the beginning? Yes. Hollywood. What was your prognostications? I said. I said Lagoon and Donkey Kong Country one. Neither one of those made it. No, they should. Lagoon should have made it. Swinging. I believe all the ones I really was trying to get through got knocked out in the first three or four. But yeah, if you say Populous, I'm gonna lose my mind. I highly doubt Populous <laughs> is the hardest game. But no, well then your go- your boy's wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you, you but through the episode and through this discussion, I, I think Swinging at the very least has mentioned this one. 
I don't think Hollywood has. If it's Mario Kart with Special Cup, I'm not going to agree, but I'm not going to disagree too much. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't go that cheesy. Castlevania, Dracula X. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned that one. Yeah, that's a hard one, man. Last level, beating Dracula, jumping from pillar to pillar is ridiculous. Like, it's not cheap, but it is cheap. It is ridiculous. And that's the screenshot they have is that <laughs> final boss fight because it's got uh, your character and he's like in flames. You see the crosses going everywhere. You see Dracula. You see the pillars. You see all kinds of other things just flying around that you've got to dodge. It, yeah, I remember it being pretty tough and difficult and just. I want to see that. It's it's the ridiculous. Of- so if you've ever beaten any Castlevania game from the old school. Dracula has a very similar pattern. You know, they spice it up from game to game. But this, I got to this. You can see my screen. I can see your screen. There's the screenshot. I got to that and I gave up. I have never gotten to the end of a boss, to the end of a game and just quit. That is, I say it's cheap. That was horrible. That was the (laughs) worst boss fight I've ever had to deal with. Oh my I, gosh. I can believe it. It looks crazy just even from that picture because there's just so much going on there that, yeah. And remember, I mean, it's a Castlevania game, an old school Castlevania game. So if you get hit by one of those things, then you're going to do that whole little lurch back and I guarantee mm-hmm. you're going right to fall in the, the hole. hole. Yep. Yeah, those are, those are, I don't like, that's tough for those Castlevania games like that. Um, I played that one just for a minute. But I, I will say this. So before, we, well, you got anything else to say about Castlevania before I start going to the overall thoughts here? I don't. Yeah. No. I, I'm happy with it. I'm happy with his number one. His fifteen to two. There's lots of room for improvement there, and adjusting and putting them in the correct order. They're not in the correct order there, in my opinion. Well, the reason I say that super. Empire Strikes Back is the hardest one on the list because every one of those other games you could pick up and start playing and at least have fun for a little while, one or two stages. Mm-hmm. Super Cats, Super Empire Strikes Back, dude, it just starts you off you, you, through the yeah. gauntlet. And I need to get past the first fun. stage. So I'm assuming it gets harder. And right? see, you bring up a great point too that you kind of talked about earlier saying that, you know, you don't. You, you kind of are doubting your gaming prowess from back then talking about how we played a game and enjoyed playing it probably didn't beat it and it was fun and it was on this list as being hard fun factor we talk about it all the time if the game's got fun factor whether we end up beating it or not our memories are of that fun exciting things Hollywood brings a great point with Super Empire Strikes Back it's just fear and nightmares and just not any fun with that game at all you know it's just like Ugh, you know, so. Yeah, that game is brutal, dude. And you and in Squadron, I mean, you'll you go buy it. You'll get through a couple stages before you ha- get hung up. And then once you get hung up, you still can, like, go back, you know, try it two more times. It doesn't, like, start you over at the beginning of the stage. I could just see, like, the second or third boss giving you a hard time. But then you do it a few more times. You're like, okay, yeah, I got it. And you move on, right? And so it's... uh. But, you know, and I can see Dracula X is like as a whole, like trying to beat. And I'm assuming, like, again, I'm just guessing at Super Empire Strikes Back. So I never got far. I don't know what a boss fight is on that game. But when you get to cast Dracula and all that, even if you are a master of Castlevania, it's got to be impossible, you know. Yeah. So that's uh, one of Swing's f- favorite games. But 
Yeah, swinging um, loves Castlevanias, and you tell, and he's saying that this is d- deserves the number one spot. It, that should give you a very good backing there that it it deserves its number one spot. So overall, I don't think the list is bad. I agree with G though. Clear. I think the list is way out of order though, just way out of order. But I'm trying. What do you think's the hardest one of the list? And this goes back to I mean that's from personal experience. I I am a big Castlevania fan. That game was super difficult. Just and if you've played any Castlevania game, you know sometimes it's not even Dracula. It's like usually the level yeah. before Dracula, or the level that Dracula's on getting to Dracula because you know it's like you're getting there with only like a quarter of your health because you just went through seventy four traps to get to the boss right. fight. Um. I, I, I'm almost inclined to agree with you. I think Super Star Wars, you know, the whole, I would almost clump in the whole trilogy there. Yeah. That, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, because I didn't play it as much as you do. So for me, I was the same way. I played it a little bit, and I'm like, man, I'm, mm, I'm not about to invest my entire weekend on this. Like, I'm good. But you could mm-hmm. still get through a couple stages on that one. That wasn't like Super, only like Ghouls and Ghosts, the first NES no, it, game. And, and it goes back to what we talked about before, at least my take on it is I just... The biggest thing I remember about this, you know, nostalgia, rose tinted uh, glasses, and everything else. But this generation of games was more fun overall. I mean, there were yep. there were difficult ones, but you wanted to play them because they were fun. You know, up to at least to a certain point. Like I said, the zombies ate my neighbors. I never beat that game back in the day with uh, Coastal, but I remember playing it. I remember having fun with it, and I remember just kind of like, all right, cool, we got the level twenty. You know, yeah, level twenty. How many? But it's just it's back to that whole fun factor point. How many of these games did we go through here and say, oh, we remember having fun with versus saying they're hard? Yeah. There was more that we said that were fun than saying that we were hard with. Super so Star that fun Wars, factor coming through. Super Star Wars wasn't fun to me. I didn't want to play There it. was no fun there. There was no fun. So there. that they one, took all yeah, the fun away that, from you. The difficulty took away the fun on that one. Uh I've never just been a big fan of Ghouls and Ghosts, so you add the difficulty to it, and I just didn't really want to play that one. But that's just more of a... I think I don't know if I would have played it that much, even if it wasn't that difficult. You know, uh... And these I are want little- to play Seventh Saga now. I want to go back and play that. <laughs> I mean, it's going to... Especially since it's a little difficult, they say. And go try that one again. It's unique. It's got robots. You know, it's yeah. like uh It's like a weird world with like magic and stuff it has robots too anyway but well i mean there's there's a couple games i want to play now especially the hagani yeah i want to i want to try to get that and play that and of course i'm not going to pay a thousand dollars for the game but you know yeah so i don't know i play that on emulator too but um yeah i'm trying to remember the list battle toads uh you know uh, Here, I, can, I, I can scroll through it yeah, real quick go through. so we'll go lion we'll go king from, battle toads we'll go from it from the bottom to the top again uh at 15 was lion king at 14 was super ghouls and ghost at 13 battletoads and battle maniacs uh 12 was the simpsons bart nightmare uh donkey kong country 2 diddy kong's quest earthworm gym 2 jurassic park uh act razor 2 the seventh saga uh, super star wars the empire strikes back contra 3 the alien wars Hagani, The Final Conflict, UN Squadron, Zombies Ate My Neighbors, and then Castlevania Dracula X. Once again, I think the list is pretty good. I mean, I just, I really disagree with the order of some of them, but I mean, I don't think yeah. the list is that bad. But if I, you took all the numbers off, then the list is good just as a, in no particular order. 
but if you're going at if you're looking at it for being a top 15 in numerical order list the order is just terrible with the exception of number one and even then you could switch out star wars for number one so i mean there's there's that well, hindsight's twenty twenty. I'm sure after this podcast goes out, my brother's going to bust my you-know-what because, oh, I forgot this game or that game. But off the top of my head, I think it's a pretty good list. Uh, I, and once again, I don't I don't really cannot think of any oh my jo- you know OMGs that's not on the list. But there are some games to 100% complete or to get certain things. Like I said, Mario Kart, Special Cup, 150. I cheated. I ain't going to lie to you. Coastal, <laughs> Coastal, you're going to win this. I'm playing linebacker, and I'm going to red shell anybody who comes close to you in second place. And, <laughs> I mean, that's the way I got that cup open was Coastal I, Coastal won because I would, <laughs> I would sit in third or fourth place and get shells, and if anybody came close to him, I would just wear them out. That's, that's how I had to beat that. I could not beat it legit as a kid. Now, now Swinging Thunder is air-quoting Coastal won. <laughs> I, I want you all all to know that. Coastal so, one. So sorry. So I'm looking up. So maybe there's a secret or something. Maybe with Empire Strikes Back that because obviously with that first we already talked about it. Um, that maybe I just mechanics or something I don't know, but I just happened. I just typed in Super Empire Strikes Back difficulty, and the first thing that comes up is why is Super Empire Strikes Back so asterisk 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 hard? <laughs> that it says I can beat Super Return of the Jedi, but this game even on easy is blankety blank bs <laughs> this comes from someone who can beat jacquel jacquel on this SNES, on the nes version of ninja gaiden <laughs> obviously a lot of everyone in the game but what's the point when most people can't make it past the hoth levels that's the first levels <laughs> dude it's brutal man you know one thing i so noticed he, about this list just now that i didn't even think about but it ties into what clear was saying earlier is the fun factor i don't recall any not to say that these games aren't popular but i did not hear link to the past i did not hear super metroid i did not hear you know some of the more quote-unquote popular super nintendo games really on this list not to like i said not to not to not to hate on the list but i mean you're not he's got seventh he's got seventh saga i'd wonder if he'd have lagoon um if he played that and the reason i say lagoon you have a little bitty sword and it's not overly difficult once you learn mechanics but even if you know mechanics you'll go into a boss fight with full life and literally like a second and a half you're dead you're like what happened if you get held up or something and it's a weird it's mostly because the mechanics of the game anyway so that was an earlier earlier rpg but yeah that any nintendo game like you're talking about super metroid or something that's gonna be a fun factor type of you know they're gonna have a challenge but it's i mean even metroid dread the latest one you know was you know you go to these where you uh whatever that thing was called that chases you and um you think oh my gosh this is so difficult but it this and, and the boss fights were like extremely difficult at first but then kind of you learn the mechanics and memorize it it didn't take too long to be able to beat it it was just like a perfect amount of challenge versus uh reward you know i think nintendo has that down pat i really do yeah, i mean they like do. they they have video game making down to a science they really do with the difficulty what can hook you mm-hmm. this that and the other now I'm not trying to start a topic because I know we're all getting a little tired here, but like I, I, I know why they won't ever do it, but I sometimes wish that they would just give up the hardware and just make games and have a 32-person Xbox <laughs> Mario Kart tournament or, you know... Oh, that would be fun. An eight-player so super smash on PS5 or something to that effect, you know? 
No. Yeah, they, they just, love their ecosystem, though. They they're yep. like, we got to have our ecosystem, and that's they're what surviving. makes it so good. I mean, they've been around the longest. Facts. I read something the other day. When do you think they're going to come out with another console, Nintendo for Switch? Yeah. What is it? Twenty twenty two. When did the Switch come out? Twenty seventeen. I'm trying to think. Yeah, yeah. See how old it is. Yeah. How old is it? So. First? Uh, well, I will let you know this. Uh, Switch just passed 107 million sales. I mean, COVID 17 definitely. is when it came out. COVID so 17, it's okay. like, yeah, it's 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 killer. I mean, 107 million. Well, I mean, consoles. so we're five we're five years Switch in. Sold. I mean, they're over due five for, years. They're due for one, but I mean, Nintendo's weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you can almost predict Xbox and PlayStation. You know, five six years. Yeah, so they made the a statement. Game. Okay. They're halfway through. Mm-hmm. So they're going to do another. Yeah, they're going to do another five. I believe it. And two, with them dropping the Switch OLED that gave you the OLED screen on the Switch, the upgraded dock with, which is funny to say, it's got an Ethernet port in it now, which it's like, well, everybody does wireless. But, you know, with those upgrades like that, you know, I could definitely see them push another five years out of it. Well, the other thing is, what are they going to do next? Because, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. So the discussion we're having now, I was joking about, you know, Mario Kart or Smash. But, like, before the Switch came out, I remember telling a friend of mine, I was like, yo, they want to stay in the handheld game? Stay in the handheld game. Totally understand that. But get out of the get out of the home console game. So what did they come up with? The Switch. And I went, that's genius. Like, that's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's beautiful. It's the best, best of both worlds. So you can carry it with you. Put it's it going to be hard to go back. Screen. Well, that's right. what I'm saying. I where, the next thing's going to be. Where do you go next? Well, you know, they had the motion control, right? So then they kept that with the Wii U, and they got to keep. They kept it with a Switch, and so um, now it's portable. So it's going to be some portable remote, you know, deal uh, with motion control. Um, Switch VR. I'm calling it now. Yeah, so I was just literally thinking. So I'm like, well, it's gonna be, but it's, it might just be an upgraded, better graphics and better games type of deal. Deal. Yeah. I don't know, man. Well, th- you could probably have a thinner screen, or I mean, you're seeing these phones now with the fold technology and stuff like that. So I'm sure. Yeah, I know. Clear. I, as soon as I said that, I knew you were gonna. So I mean, you know, if that's where we are <laughs> now. Just imagine what they could do with that technology five years from now, four years, you know, three years from now when they actually start developing it and then release it yeah. two yeah. years later. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's that's where I, I wonder if they're going to do something with it, kind of like uh, another console that if you have a switch, <laughs> just like the Wii it. U. Well, no, <laughs> like the Sega CD. No, like a uh, like your, like your Wii U. You have the little screen there, right? That never took off really uh, for bad marketing, whatever. That's a whole story on its own. Well, okay, okay. But you have the switch now. You can play the new system. I mean, this is all guess, a speculation. Obviously, the new system without a switch but if you have a switch that'll it'll integrate that screen somehow like it's like the switch is like a big controller for it well no, right? i was I, I see where you're going with that and actually yeah i i 100 agree with you so take what the ps vita was supposed to be and you could still use it this yeah. way and remote play and whatever right but i mean if you have the ability and i mean you can remote play on your phone and stuff like that but yeah take that it's now the controller for an overall bigger system but you can just Wi-Fi into it wherever you want to, mm-hmm. and it's just uh, it's just an easier transition to do that, you know. Yeah. And then they're just going to add so many different capabilities. If you're playing it in well, this mode, you can do these controls. If you're playing it in this mode, you can use the Pro controller yep. when you go back home and hook it up, or whatever the case may be. Or maybe they're going to do that like the like PlayStation tried to do with the Vita, 
and the PlayStation Home or the PlayStation TV and have all of those pieces there that kind of connect into it and have an interconnected system because the PlayStation TV was meant for you to take it somewhere else, hook it up to a TV, yep. play your PlayStation remotely, as well as the Vita because the Vita didn't hook to a TV. And so you had that, you know, that kind of ecosystem there. Correct. Nintendo could be going that way. And then, too, you got to remember, Nintendo just released Nintendo Switch Sports, which Wii Sports is kind of the same thing, but it's more advanced because now they actually have soccer in it. I went and bought the game and didn't know that it had soccer in it. You actually have a leg strap that you attach to your leg to play soccer to kick the ball. And you put the controller in the little strap. I haven't played soccer yet, but I was like, <laughs> that's just kind of a, a weird twist. And then, of course, you know, Nintendo with their exper- experimental stuff, the Nintendo Labo. I've got two of those boxes here in my house that I haven't, you know, we haven't done anything with yet because my son, I just didn't feel like, I don't feel like he's right at that age yet to really kind of utilize the stuff. But maybe Nintendo is going to get creative like that and go into a branch there that actually kind of grows it into more, not just a VR, but an AR type of situation. As soon as you said leg strap, I hate to say it. The first thing that came to my mind is like the OG Wii Sports where you could just put the Wii mode into a tennis racket Mm -hmm. or a, you know, the putter. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Or the baseball I'm, bat, you hold your, I'm, you're supposed to swing like a bat, but you just hold this and go like this, and he swings full swing, just oh barely gosh. flick your wrist. <laughs> it's like, and once you figure it out, you know, you can put a strap onto your leg too, but you can probably just set it by your hands and go like this and run. Look, I'll, I'll tell you this, the new Nintendo Switch Sports, I know it's getting a lot of flack because of uh, you can't really get any of the rewards unless you play it online against someone else, so you can't get the rewards when you're just playing with your friends. Just playing here at home with my son, we've had a blast playing it, and he begs to play it all the time. It's actually really fun. Badminton's fun on it. Um, he's actually pretty good at the badminton. Um, bowling's actually pretty good. It's just like the Wii Sports uh, bowling. The um, the sword fighting on it, they upgraded it, and you can actually use two Joy-Cons and have two swords. And so that just kind of cool. upped it up, and that that just has they they added some little fun factors <laughs> in there. I hadn't played volleyball yet, and I haven't played um, tennis yet, but you know, well, I it's, think it's fun. I mean, I want to talk all night about this, but I also know we're getting tired because I can tell you right now, like having played the PS5 and having that Dual Sense controller and seeing what it can do, you integrate that into the Switch Two or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. On top of all the other stuff we're talking about, and there's some interesting capabilities that they can do with that kind of stuff yeah ps5 haptic the the dual sense 5 controller is an amazing controller it is and i don't know if you listen to the one where we talk about where i got the scuff version of yes, the ps5 dual sense that get that controller sick like it's it's it takes it to the next level of su- such an awesome controller um still keeps all the haptic feedback and everything in it so i hate to get way off sidetrack but that's just you know yeah. No, it's an awesome controller, just the normal version. And give Xbox a little love, too, though. Like, the new Xbox Series X controller's got the nice texture to the back of it and stuff like that. Like, they, they did a good job with that. I mean, it's a really good design from way back in the it day. It still uses AA or AAA batteries. Well, you know about that whole deal, but yeah. <laughs> they, they, they can't. You have to buy a different pack to give it rechargeable battery, and it's just ridiculous. And the fact that they didn't really upgrade it other than the feel and look, but that's the only thing that's hurting Xbox right now. But as we've spoken earlier, Xbox is actually pretty awesome versus that. But I think we should save that for later. It is. Yeah. But I mean, I'm 
you know, I think you guys need to have another podcast when we'll see what the PS plus 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 seventeen tiers looks like coming a couple of weeks when it drops in June. Uh, I'll just leave it at the smirk snicker. Well, that's interesting, man, with the Super Nintendo because, like we said, not as difficult as NES. We're starting to get. You couldn't do like a most difficult Nintendo sixty four. I think it would be one with like bad controls or something, you know, because some of them got to be ridiculous with their 3D. They tried to do it like Mario. You can't do it. Challenge accepted. I'm sure you can we find it. A, we'll have another. We'll <laughs> have sure a, We'll have another terrible blind article by well, Matthew unless Bird you're, unless from Geek. Unless your revelation freaking beaten speed running golden eye on like 007 level. Yeah, I agree with you. There's really not too many hard 64 <laughs> games, but yeah. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, the list was interesting. I, I had fun yeah. with this one. It's one of their better ones they've done. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, appreciate you guys listening, and it was a lot of fun chopping it up with the fam. So much. Peace out. Take care, everybody. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it.